0: Thank you.
1: Welcome back into another edition of Prom Sports World. And I know we're a day late on the XFL show. Uh, But we had three shows on Monday, um, so we felt like we needed a break here at the XFL, uh, at the Prime Sports World. So we took a day day off, and we're back on Wednesday Hump Day, bringing you the latest with the XFL. Uh, We give you our Week 7 recap and Week 8 predictions. And before we get into anything, a big shout-out to the Orlando Guardians, who got off the schneid and recorded their first victory this season. So kudos to them, and they beat the previously undefeated uh dc defenders so that's a shout out to them uh please like share and subscribe to the podcast as we go live basically every single day i've also shared the streaming platform if you do happen to miss us live you can catch all of our podcasts over there uh, that's in the that's in the chat uh, i'm of course your host david on point up and right there is my co-host mr tj hopkins um but happy hump day tj how are you buddy i know Good. you just got i know you just Good. got back home from the gym uh just what did you do, the, what'd you do with it what did you do with the gym
0: shoulders and back
1: oh all right uh, shoulders I went shoulders to,
0: and back, leg, leg days tomorrow and yeah go from there
1: i uh i went to the gym earlier too but all i did was play basketball there for about an hour and a half and then i went home <laughs> so um, I, I might like, i played like three games of full court i legit might
0: night. have to get a membership at niu's right just so i can play basketball like there's nowhere
1: Man, there's, no, there, there's there's literally nothing like playing basketball at the rack dude. It is it is so much fun. Like you just play. Like it's I'm not even I'm not even good anymore. Like all of the skill that I had even when I was at Northern is just completely <laughs> deteriorated. like if I if I have to handle the basketball at all I will probably turn it over. <laughs> so, oh, but I can still shoot it pretty well. Uh, but nothing about that. Let's talk about the XFL and uh, just to check away about week number 7 before we get into each individual matchup.
0: Oh yeah, it's okay now. It's down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, this is week seven. We got three weeks left. Um, teams are teams are shaping out who um, like the contenders are starting to separate themselves. Uh, I, I think the the one team that we thought that was going to be in this thing to the very end, they have had a rough patch like no other.
1: Yeah, I mean three in a row, right? Three—they've lost three, yeah, three in a row. Three,
0: yeah, they lost three in a row, and it's just like, oh my god! And
1: and we kind of talked about this last week a little bit. Yeah, they're getting into a little bit tougher of their schedule. Like they played some cupcake matches and they won all four of those games, but now they've played four tough teams in a row. Four tough teams I mean, in they, a row. They played play the Defenders, they played the Sea Dragons, they played the Battle Hawks—all teams that look like they're going to be there at the end—and they've lost all three of those games. Um, yeah, and
0: it's—I mean, like it, that's that's the nature of the uh, nature of the beast but i think teams are going to as the as long as the XFL is a thing like we're going to see how crucial and how more meaningful these games are because it is a shorter season than what football fans are accustomed to like this is 10 weeks uh, and then the that's, playoffs
1: is really, the playoffs is only 2 weeks so uh, it's going like, to wrap up quick
0: like 10 weeks that's that's two and a half months that's it
1: yeah, it's it's barely even enough time to really figure out who you are as a team, especially with very limited training camp. Uh, but let's get into each individual matchup. Let's talk about the first one. Uh, this is the Sea Dragons going into Arlington and taking on the Renegades. And this Seattle Sea Dragons continues to be on the hot streak as they've won five games in a row, including this one, uh, where they went 24-15. to 15. Ben DiNucci is proving to probably be the best quarterback in this league right now as he has the most passing yards and probably the frontrunner for the MVP, uh, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, uh, but Ben DiNucci, twenty-one of thirty-two, two sixty-six, one touchdown, one pick. The picking through was horrible. Um, it was a like down the stretch part of the game. It's like you're supposed to just take a drive to basically ice this game. Ice the game. Oh, terrible interception. Terrible. Um, he was also their leading rusher, uh, fifty-two yards rushing. Uh, Jordan Vasse, uh, three catches for seventy-six yards. Josh Gordon caught the lone touchdown on the, through the air for the Seattle Sea Dragons. On the other side, um, really rocky quarterback play. Quarterback play again. Uh, from the Arlington Renegades, Drew Plitt. Uh, I know they got rid of Kyle Slaughter, but they they also traded for um, Luis uh, Luis Perez, but he did not play in this game. So I know
0: that's that's a tough, that's a tough ass. Like that's trade for a guy and then, hey, if this quarterback sucks, we're going to need you to come in. And- yeah,
1: but Drew Plitt didn't play particularly well, so I imagine we're going to see Luis Perez next week. Uh, 19 of 29, 213 yards, a pick. Uh, Devon Smith, leading rusher, 12 carries, for 62 yards, and two touchdowns. And I don't really – Sal Cannella uh, is the leading receiver for this team, four catches for 64 yards. Uh, but this is a game that basically was dominated from beginning to end by Seattle. Um, they did it. we give up a touchdown towards the end. But this is a game that basically was the dominated from beginning to end by Seattle. What's your takeaways?
0: Yeah, I, it's like you said. Like they didn't score really until uh, Arlington did. They didn't score until it was like two eighteen left.
1: Yeah, they had nine but, points at halftime. Um, there was only nine points scored the entire second half. So,
0: but because of the because of the the, the rule stipulation and how the conversion rate, so like you 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 get that two, you get that touchdown right. Then you go for two or you go for three. That makes it 20. So they went for two. They failed. So that would have made it 24 17 with 218 left. All you have to do at that point, convert the fourth and 15, get the ball back. And then, hey, now, you, now Seattle is, now Seattle's real.
1: But unfortunately, but team, yeah, they, they didn't convert that fourth and 15. But they um, did not. And, but, you know, the rest is, as we say, history.
0: Yes, it is. And I uh, think if these, you're Seattle, these teams
1: would be very even actually, you know, three hundred and seventy one passing total yards for the Seattle sea Dragons, uh three thirty nine for Arlington, one mm-hmm. turnover repeat. Uh they're separated by time possession by like thirty seconds. Uh they're separated by first downs by two. Actually Arlington had more first downs than Seattle in this game.
0: I think and I think if you're Seattle, you um you don't want too many games with Ben DiNucci as your leading rusher. Like,
1: you don't want that. <laughs> probably not. Uh, no. Probably not, right?
0: Um, um but yeah, like this, I think I think it's between well, yeah, they are definitely they gotta be the hottest team, right? Outside, well, now because DC lost, man, they, I mean, won they won five, five in a row, five oh,
1: straight, I'm oh, straight. So they
0: won five in a row, man. Like that is, man, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, and then they've beaten some good teams on that path. I mean, they beat the the Roughnecks, who we thought were one of the premier teams in this league at one that point. That kickstarted it, yeah.
0: That kick started like that was the first one. It was just like, and that was like the the unlikely one. It was like, hold on, they beat who?
1: Actually, I think they beat St. Louis first. Hmm?
0: I think it was Houston, then St. Louis, right? Or was it the I other mean, way
1: around? I, 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 let me take a look. Uh so they started with so they first their first so they their first win actually came against the rough no, no, the Brahmas. They beat the Brahmas, and then that's when they went on the winning streak. Um, so yeah, they beat, actually they beat the Vipers. Uh they beat the Vipers. Then they beat the Brahmas, and then they beat the Roughnecks, Orlando, Arlington, and then next this week they get the DC Defenders, uh, which will probably be for like number one seed uh, on their side of the bracket.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. All right, yeah. yeah, if I don't know, like they are, they have a running back that's actually really goddamn good, and I think you're talking dealing
1: about Darius Darius Bradwell. He had a two-yard rush, rushing touchdown in this game? They also had the one-point conversion in this game as well.
0: I don't think it's him. It's uh, another
1: T.J. Hammonds is the other running back. They have seven carries of forty-five yards. He averaged six point four yards a carry. Like he's
0: a like he's a bit of a he's he's a bit of a wrecking ball. Like he's very hard to he's very hard to tackle. Like it's neither here nor there. They'll they'll figure it out. Like you said, like they are. It's, I think it's between them and DC when this when this all said and done. That's can well, they, they,
1: they can't, technically can't be the last two teams because they're in the same division. Um, so you know, one of those teams is not going to be playing for a title. Uh, and I also know that Ben DiNucci, yes, he has play has thrown for a lot of yards, and he's the leader uh, when it comes to passing yards. But he also has thrown the most interceptions in the league. Like, yeah, some of the them are head scratching. Right, so, the, the one he the, the one he threw in this Arlington game was like. <sighs> Like, super head-scratching. I, like, I, don't, I don't know what he saw, what he was even looking at. Because he makes you so frustrated. Because I think it's like the, the possession, the play right before he threw the pick, he threw an absolute dime. Uh, and it's like, a, like yeah, that guy deserves to be in the NFL. Then he, Like, the next play, he throws an absolute duck interception. Like, it just makes you so baffled. Like, why why is this play It's like, so up and down?
0: I think it's um... – I ain't gonna call it arrogance. I'm not gonna call it that, but I think it's, or oh, it maybe it, maybe it is, maybe it is arrogance. I mean, maybe it it, maybe, it is <laughs> that, maybe it is that maybe it is Hey, I have I've been an NFL quarterback before, and I can I can fit this ball in that tight window, or I can make this pass, or I can like you know yeah, stuff you know, like you know, that.
1: It you know, also because you know he doesn't have exactly they haven't been a teammates for that long, so the rapport isn't exactly built up. Um, but we'll see, but we're going to definitely monitor that because yeah, his, his interceptions sometimes are just ridiculous. Uh, moving on to the next game. we got the Vegas Vipers uh, beating the San Antonio Brahmas in Vegas. Uh, if you have not seen the Rod Smith, uh, I think it's a touchdown or a two point conversion. Uh, yeah, it's a touchdown. Hurdle. Uh, his, his, hurdle. His, his hurdle it is super nice uh for the hurdle <laughs> touchdown um but on the san antonio side of this uh more inconsistent quarterback play uh kurt benkirk uh 22 of 31 179 one touchdown one pick jack has patrick 12 carries for 20 yards um landon Akers their leading receiver six catches for 75 yards and fred brown caught the lone receiving touchdown for san antonio on the other side Uh, Jalen McClendon, I guess he is now the starter there for Vegas as they trade away Luis Perez. Uh, Actually played pretty well in this game. Um, 21 of 31, 264, two touchdowns. I don't know anything about McClendon. I couldn't Mm -hmm. tell you where he went to school. I couldn't tell you any, like, literally nothing. Um, Leading rusher, uh, Rod Smith, seven carries for 39 yards. Matthew Sexton, uh, leading receiver, four catches for 72. Sean Price, Rod Smith, all had receiving touchdowns in this game. Vipers win big. Basically smoke San Antonio in this game.
0: (laughs) Uh, again, new quarterback. No, I'm like you. I don't think San Antonio knew anything, like, knew too much about him, right? There's tape on Brett Huntley. Oh, there's there's tape on Luis Perez if they would have kept him. There's tape on the other guy that they have because at one point they had three quarterbacks. There's no tape on this guy. Who is he? All right. They, so I'm pretty sure the first time they got introduced to McClendon was that game.
1: Yeah, so he uh, so he went to NC State for two years, three years, then he transferred to Baylor, uh, and then he was on the practice squad, the Ravens, and still the Washington Redskins that they were still called at the time in 2019. Uh, and then he was on the Washington Wildcats, which is an XFL, or USFL team um, last year, and now he's on the Vegas Vipers. Uh, they just basically just signed him. Like, this right, 21-31, to
0: 264. Two touchdowns that's not bad for your debut like now no, the question the question is are you the starting guy going going into next week
1: well no, i think no. it matters what the status of brent huntley is but i think you, if you play that well uh gets a tough defense in san antonio as a team that we talked about it has a really tough nose defense um you basically dominate them from beginning to end san antonio did turn the ball over three times did themselves no favors uh they got smoked by 11 minutes in time possession they also yeah, they also got beat by 136 yards in total yards. I mean, that's just how you lose. Uh, they also, the Vipers still have the problem with penalties, as we talked about last week. 12 penalties for 158 yards in this game. They still managed to blow them out by over 14 <laughs> points. Um, San Antonio just doesn't have a quarterback that can really compete um, at all. And um, when they
0: can't run the ball, this is what you get. Like, yep. we've seen that, right? Like, 12 carries for 20 yards. That is. That that that's nothing. That is not
1: as a team. They ran the ball sixteen times for thirty yards. That's one point nine yards a carry. That's not what you're looking for. Hmm?
0: No. And this is one of the best rushing teams in the league outside of um, outside the D.C. Obviously, and yeah, yeah was because of their bad quarterback play. When they can't, well, not bad. Well, yeah, it is bad. I was going to say inconsistent, but no, it's it's bad. It's just all it's just all around bad. And. We are we are like it's like we already know what they're looking for in the next US uh, XFL cycle. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: I mean they're they're gonna need a quarterback. I mean if somebody was gonna be a cast off from the NFL, will end up on this team. Um, but I, I'm not sure what else really needs to be said. The Vipers, you know, they get their second win. Uh, shout out to them. Um, but yeah, this is the Brahmas just don't have any quarterback play, and the Vipers they play hard at least. You know, give them
0: that. Yeah. Moving on to the game of the year.
1: Game of the year, one hundred percent. DC Defenders goes into Orlando undefeated, come out defeated. Uh, the Orlando Guardians come out defeated and come out with a victory, uh, thirty-seven to thirty-six. And yes, this was absolutely the game of the year so far. Um, Jordan Tiamo uh, tw- again, another efficient, efficient game, twenty-one to twenty-nine, two eighty-five, three tutties. Derek King one, one, one pass for twelve yards and a touchdown. Abram Smith, I think, is the leading rusher in this league right now. Eighteen yes. carries for one hundred twenty-seven yards and a touchdown. Um, Chris Blair, leading receiver, five catches, 139 yards and a touchdown. Lucky Jackson caught two more, and Briley Moore caught another. Mm-hmm. On the Orlando on the Guardians side, Quinton Dormady um, continues to be a revelation for this Orlando Guardians team as he took over two weeks ago. He's been excellent. It uh, makes you wonder what they could have had if they hadn't suspended him at the beginning of the year. Um, 27 of 34, 328 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, He also punched in three on the ground. Um, And then Cody Lattimore, former NFL player, leading receiver, seven for 93 and a touchdown. Katie Cannon, Jordan Thomas also had receiving touchdowns in this game Um, as the Orlando Guardians get off the schneid, finally get their first win of the year.
0: So I I went back and looked. um, Outside of that ass whooping that they took from Houston, because they lost 44 to 16, right? Mm Mm-hmm going to week five you we had that game against Vegas we lost 3532 right week six you lose 26 19 to Seattle week seven you finally get your you finally get your win since that week four loss you've played three games in a row now where you've looked absolutely like a good team Right, Your losses I mean, have been. I, mean, I,
1: mean, I mean, a lot of that is connected to the improved quarterback play. I mean, Quentin Dormey took over in that Vegas game. I mean, he and he took that momentum from the Vegas game into the Drew Dragons game, and then he basically put his stamp on this team last week, this week.
0: And you basically, basically those last two losses were one-score losses. Like, you get a touchdown, convert, who knows what happens. Yeah, to your point, like, who knows what – where this team would be if they had him the entire time, because the whole Paxton Lynch and then Quentin Fly- what was it Quentin? Yeah, Quinn Flowers.
1: And there was also uh, what was the the kid that went to FSU, right? Was on this team too for a little while.
0: Uh, FAU, I think, it was Something like that.
1: And uh, was, Gio Francois, right? It wasn't Francois Yeah, DeAndre.
0: Was, oh, uh, Deandre uh, was DeAndre Francois playing here? He I play think so, there?
1: right? I think so. And,
0: <laughs> and yeah, yeah, well, he did go to Florida State, but it's. We would question we would question the, the coaching because Deion uh uh Quentin Flowers would lead a, a drive that would get points, whether it's a touchdown or a field goal, right? We would see them move the ball, and then the next drive here comes Paxton Lynch. It's like you're like you're doing it to yourself. Like I have no I have no sympathy for you, like you're doing it to yourself. And then insert Quentin Dormley, who can do a little bit of both, like he can move. And he can throw, so it's like I don't need to do the whole two quarterback thing anymore, unless he gets hurt. Not You know, we don't want that. Knock, right, wood. right. Cool. Like, yeah, hey, I'm not asking for somebody. To I get know, hurt. I, know, I know,
1: I know. I'm just, I'm just. I do not want him to get this
0: down. was the, like, I think. And starts like not only is the quarterback play been better the, has been better, the defense has been better. The defense has been opportunistic. They've been thirsty. They've been hungry. Like it's like there's a swag to them. Like there's a swag to him, and you saw it in that Vegas game when it's just like, all right, all right we, like we still in this thing, like we we creating turnovers. And you saw it, in, you, you especially saw it in the Sea uh, the, the Dragons game when they just like when Ben DiNucci just kept taking chance after chance, and they're like, all right, we're breaking on the ball, we getting the flexes. It's like, all right, we're gonna get one of these, we're gonna pick one of these passes off. Like, it it was like a swagger to him about it. It was like, and they got one. And the defense has carried over into this. Like, obviously, this is DC is just like, hey, man, I think it was bound to happen. I that's I'm gonna chop that up It was bound to happen.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think they were gonna finish the season defeated or undefeated. I think they were eventually gonna fall. Um, they also had nine penalties in this game for ninety one yards. Um, uncharacteristic. Factor, factor yeah, uncharacteristic undisciplined. Um, on the other side, six penalties for thirty five yards. Um, you know, this uh, these teams were actually fairly even. Um, you know, 88 yards separate them in offense. Only one extra turnover for Orlando. Um, three turnovers, first down, separate these team teams. Um, where Orlando really won this matchup, really, though, is in time possession. Um, nine more minutes of time possession over D.C. Um, those are the numbers that are usually flipped when we cover D.C. games. Um, usually they're the team dominating time possession. Yeah because, of their,
0: yeah, because they run ball. And yeah. they have, at, at any given point, they have at least two guys that's a threat to run the ball, whether it's Teyama with the key or like we said, Abram Smith, who's pro- who's definitely challenging Ben DiNucci for that MVP award. Like in my opinion, like Abram well, if, ben
1: Di- Sh- if Ben DiNucci continues to throw just bombastic <laughs> out interceptions, just insane interceptions, yeah, he's gonna cost himself the MVP.
0: <laughs> uh, Eighteen for one, 18 for one twenty-seven, and the touchdown. Yeah, thirty carries for one hundred and ninety-five yards. Like that is, you win that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah win that game jordan Teamo, 21 of 29 285 and three touchdowns he his name is in the mvp race
1: yep i mean he's over the last few weeks i mean a lot of it when he like during the early part of this season i think a lot of people didn't take the defenders seriously because they were winning the games on the ground and running the ball but now over the last few weeks they've really opened up this offense for jordan tiamo to really use his arm to win games like that's what's the different the shift has kind of been here
0: and I think, well, cause yeah, when teams play them, they're like, all right, we're run they're run first team. We're gonna load the box. We are not gonna allow you to run over us. But guess what happens? Jordan Tayamu lights you up with his arm. Then it's like, all right, now we gotta spread it out again. Yep. And then what happens? Abram Smith starts to gash you.
1: Yeah, but yeah, a huge shout out to Orlando Guardians. Uh, kudos on getting your first victory. It's got to be really good for all those, the, for the players, the head coach, uh, the organization as a whole uh, to get out the schneid and get that first victory. Um, you love to see that kind of stuff in the. Uh, you don't want to see. No, you don't ever want to see any team you know run the table defeated. Um, so it's a good shout out to them for the, getting a the victory there. Uh, to the final game uh, St. Louis Battlehawks go into Houston and put another hurt. This is three in a row now for the Houston Roughnecks. Uh, they lose 24 to 15. Um, AJ McCarron uh, he has thrown the most touchdown passes so far in the XFL this year. Um, but in this game, 24 of 36 or 26 of 34, sorry, uh, 222 yards and three touchdowns. Brian Hill, second leading rusher in the XFL, 11 carries, 53 yards. Darius Shepard, Akeem Butler, Gary Jennings, all receiving touchdowns for the St. Louis Battlehawks, and then on the other side. Uh, Brandon Silvers must have gotten hurt because he didn't even take a snap in this game, but Cole McDonald came in 15 to 32, 106 yards, one touchdown. No, run. I just think they,
0: I just think they went with Cole McDonald to start.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, I don't I know. Like, really understand. No, like Cole McDonald I, was
0: the, like he got, like Cole McDonald got the start. Like, he was, I, just, he I start. mean,
1: Brandon, Brandon Silvers has been playing well. I know he didn't have, you know, a semi game the week before, but, uh, and then Max Borgie, nine carries 46 yards um cedric bird the second 751 deontay burton had the one phone rushing touch receiving touchdown for this team uh it just seems like this team is unraveling a little bit here they're not playing good defense uh they're not playing good offense either uh this is a rough deck scene that when we talked about them a couple weeks ago we're like yeah this is probably one of the class teams of the xfl but i'm not so sure anymore uh basically given the last couple of weeks of how they played
0: yeah, Wade Phillips. I think um, they all
1: but they benefit by the fact that they play in the worst division in the XFL, uh, a division that includes the Renegades, the Brahmas, and the Guardians. So they're basically gonna be the number one seed in their division by default.
0: Yeah, Way Phillips has definitely it, lost you
1: know, also crazy the Battlehawks and what like one of these three teams is not gonna be a playoff team in the XFL. The Battlehawks, the Sea Dragons, and the guard and the decent defenders. One of those three teams is not making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, the Wade Phillips has definitely lost the reins a little bit on this team. And you can say losing is the reason, but a lot of the time coach teams are a reflection of their coach. Right? Like Wade Phillips, if he's walking up and down the if he every every time something goes wrong, if he's walking up and down the sidelines, snatching his headset off, cussing up a storm. If you can't keep your composure as a coach, how long before your players start to lose theirs?
1: Well, I think we all already saw that a little bit during the early part of the season. I, I know I I ragged on this stuff a little bit earlier, but like all of like the just the profanity that was used, even when they were winning games, was like with Brandon no. Silver. It was just ins- like, and I, I you actually have seen Wade Phillips actually take the headset off so the mic doesn't pick him up while he's swearing up yes, the yes, like- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it's like, but nonetheless, like, I I ain't gonna say like that, like like when you cussing whether well, I ain't gonna say like that's losing compor- that's losing composure because it's not. But when it's like when when the game against Seattle, like when they had their first loss, and Wade Phillips challenged a hand, what he thought was a hands to the face penalty on Seattle's uh, what would be their left D in. So his left tackle, he thought his left tackle got a hands to the face, which ended up being a sack fumble to end the game. He challenges that. And the best part about the XFL is when they review stuff, we get to hear exactly what they think. And Dean Blandino is like, yeah, no, that's not hands to the face. He got him right in the shoulder. And you hear the hot mic pick up Wade Phillips. Like, yeah, of course it's not a penalty. It's like, all right, dude, it wasn't. Like, I don't know what you saw. I understand you're doing it because well, the is on the that line. Was
1: a, that was a desperation challenge, right? It was like- a
0: desperation challenge. Like the game's over. Like I understand that, but like, but for you to be like, for you to get this mentality, oh, they're cheating us. They like they caught. Like no, they are not.
1: Well, I and mean, the the penalty differ the the penalty the discrepancy when it comes to penalties has been pretty drastic the last few weeks. Um, this one this week a little bit better uh, as we only had um, six penalties for forty nine yards on. The Roughnecks with the two for twenty four, the battle. that's just disciplined play, like just playing disciplined football. Just play discipline,
0: and yeah, Cole McDonald. So who did they play last week? They played DC, right?
1: Yeah, hold. I, let me double check that. Week six. Yeah, they play yeah, because, they play uh, ESPN for whatever reason doesn't each team doesn't have their own page so you can't so you just click- go by week you got to go by week yeah yeah No, no I what I do actually is i go to the xfl.com and then I go to then the, I go to each individual team and then I click on their schedule and for some reason on the xfl.com they they don't have the schedule like with weeks like one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. They have like their next upcoming games and then they have their past games. It's just a weird way to set up a website. Um, anyways, uh, they played the DC Defenders last week and they lost that game thirty seven to
0: twenty six. Yeah, they and they, they pretty much got outclassed in that game. Like they had that bad, they had that bad second quarter. Brandon Silver's I mean, was I mean, not,
1: they, got, they got outclassed in this game too. But
0: Brandon Silver's was not good in that game. So and when when they brought Cole McDonald in as a kind of a as a kind of a like shot to the arm, the ball, like, yeah, the offense looked better. The ball moved a little better. Cole McDonald hit his He hit his targets downfield. And Wade Phillips is kind of like he was kind of put in the situation of, hey, what the hell do I got to lose? Let me start this kid and see what happens. And it's just unfortunate that his first start was against one of the team, one of the better teams in the league
1: i mean it doesn't it doesn't help that you know you, you don't even complete 50 percent of your passes um but you know that's neither here nor there we'll, we'll see what ends up happening with them moving forward but you know th- they benefit by the fact they play in you know, a terrible division where they're probably going to make the playoffs by default uh even with their poor play
0: right of late poor play of late.
1: yeah like late, that's the thing i honestly. think they
0: got i think they got to such a hot start like you said they won their first four games well because while they were winning. The rest of the, the other teams were just just god awful and have been god awful.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's been our recap of week number seven. I uh, hope you guys check that all out. Let's talk about game ball. Uh, TJ, I'll let you go first. Give out your game ball for week number seven of the XFL before we move on to week number eight.
0: My game ball goes to the entire Orlando Guardians team for getting their first win of the season and having a game of the year and beating the best team that's in the league. The Orlando Guardians, the entire team. You
1: know what they say about football? Any given Saturday. I do believe this game was on Saturday, correct?
0: <laughs> uh, this,
1: Yeah, that was I Saturday. I, I don't remember now yet. Any given Saturday. Uh, I'm going to give my ba- my game ball to A.J. McCarron. Uh, continues to show. yeah, I, I, He's probably going to end up back in the NFL if he keeps playing like this. Uh, 26 of 34, 222 yards and three touchdowns. A.J. McCarron, get my game ball. Uh, really well played. Uh kudos to you brother <laughs> uh two week number eight and week number eight starts on saturday as we got a matinee and we got like a later matinee uh no saturday night game this week um which is interesting um I, uh, but let's talk about it so we got the first matchup we got the vipers uh coming off or, or sorry yeah vipers going in there coming off that victory there against the brahmas going up into st louis take on the Battlehawks, fresh off beating the roughnecks how do you see this game shaking out, TJ? Vipers, Battlehawk, both teams five or uh, three and three and five and two or three and four.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going with St. Louis. Two, two and, L- sorry,
1: two and five against five and two. Sorry,
0: yeah, I'm going. I'm going with St. Louis. I'm, home team, better quarterback, better coach. No offense, Rod Woodson. Um, uh, yeah.
1: Stupid. I don't think I don't think a lot needs to be said there. Uh, moving on to the next matchup. This is at four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We got the uh, We got the Arlington Renegades going into Orlando, fresh off their first, first victory taking on the Guardians. I actually think the Guardians will keep this rolling. Uh, think I don't the trust, Guardians uh, get two in a row? Yeah. I, I don't, so. I, I I don't at all trust the quarterback play in Arlington, and I like what I've seen on Dormity. I will think the Guardians win the two and. I got them two in a row.
0: Yeah, I'm sleeping.
1: You know what's crazy? Like, Orlando, so we counted them out pretty early, right? All they have to do is really win what two more games, and they could find themselves in the playoffs.
0: I'll see it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, that's, but they're not that far out of it. Um, to Sunday, we got 3 o'clock, P.A.E.M. Eastern Standard Time. We got the kickoff. We got the Rucknecks going off against the Brahmas. Both these teams coming off, taking tough losses. Uh, Rucknecks losing three in a row. TJ, do the Roughnecks get off the Schneid and bounce back here against the San Antonio Ramas with whoever is going to be the quarterback for that team?
0: Man, they better. Hey, if you lose this one, hey man, if you lose this, you might as well flush the rest of the season. Like, if you can't beat this team, if you can't be, if you can't beat San Antonio, seriously, if you can't beat San Antonio, then Wade Phillips, you might need to go seriously
1: i'm gonna actually i'm gonna agree with you i think the roughnecks bounce back i think they get the victory here um but yeah i i agree with you i think if the Roughnecks lose this game too um that 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 south division becomes very interesting as all those teams are kind of right there if the, especially the guardians win again this week um there's only one game two games separating the first and the last team in that division to the final matchup, we go to Sunday Night Football on ESPN2. Uh, this game kicks off at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Easter Sunday. Uh, and we have a doozy of a matchup. We got the DC Defenders fresh off taking their first L against the Orlando Guardians and hope to go into Seattle, into Lumen Stadium, the home of the Seattle Seahawks, taking on the Sea Dragons. Fresh off winning five in a row. DJ.
0: This. I think this game might challenge the defender guardian game for game of the year. <laughs>
1: hey, I, I, I think I might agree
0: with you, man. I... Hey, but I'm I'm gonna tell you this: Hey, Danucci cannot have the careless interceptions against this team. Man, Danucci can he? He, he can't be, You don't want the nooch? He can't be careless against them. Like those those shots that those those passes that he tried to fit in. Like no, he can't do that. Again, this is not the defense to do that against. And if I'm, I can't think of his name, but the, the head coach, if I'm, hey, if I'm him, I'm going to tell him right now, hey, you may think it's open. You may think you can fit it in there. Don't. Like, just don't do it. Like, please.
1: Uh, I I actually, I think Ben Deducci will throw, Jim Hazlitt is the head coach of the Sea Dragons, uh, former NFL offensive coordinator and head coach, Um I think I think Ben DiNucci, I think he he's gotten away with those interceptions for the last five weeks. Uh, he's basically thrown one in every game um, this season. Um, I don't think he gets away with it in this game. I actually have the defenders winning this game. I think Ben DiNucci throws the pick that costs them yeah, the game. That cost
0: them the game. I can see yeah. that.
1: Defenders bounce back. They get back on back on the winning ways. Uh, they stop the five game winning streak of the Seattle Sea Dragons.
0: I like it. Yeah, I, I don't see, I don't, I don't see them losing two. I don't see DC losing two in a row.
1: Yeah, even if this game is in Seattle, I just think that Ben DiNucci is just such a, a wild card when it comes to his in a is just his bad decision making at times. Like if he like he has nine interceptions, like nobody even has more than he has more interceptions than anybody else by five more, five more interceptions. Like he's thrown that many more picks than the next closest guy. Even uh, even teams that have like the, a woeful record are not even close to that. Mm. So, That's crazy. Yeah, so, I, I, but it's hard to. It's also a little bit un, unfair because, like, let's say that like whoever was like if Brett Paxton Lynch was still the, head, the quarterback of of the, the Orlando Guardians, like you could probably make the argument that he would he would have thrown a million interceptions by now. Oh
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, uh twelve and nine. I, I think. Yeah, I think the winning ways ends here. I think DC Defender I think Jordan Tiamo might stamp his claim on the mvp in this game as well
0: him or abram smith i think if i think that's the thing i like about dc like they ride they ride the hot wave and they don't they don't really we got jay,
1: jay Vargas, guardians baby yeah we just me and tj both just picked them to win two in a row uh as they we have oh. them beating the renegades man they're getting in the playoff one. Uh, guardians baby is right <laughs> I, yeah I, I, yeah
0: I'm gonna hold off on that playoff point thing about them though. I <laughs>
1: I'm in, dude. Let's let's, let's get nuts. You want to get nuts, TJ? <laughs> let's, let's let's get nuts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's been our XFL Week Seven recap and our Week Eight predictions. Uh, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Uh, we do the we we'll do these episodes every single week. Uh, we probably will do USFL, too, when we uh, get down to nitty-gritty when it comes to that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, uh, tomorrow's episode, we're going to be doing the crossover. Uh, we're going to be doing strengths and weaknesses of every team uh, that are, quote-unquote, contenders in the NBA. Uh, we're going to do strengths and weaknesses. We're going to have a final debate when it comes to awards uh so keep an eye out for that content um thank you very much for joining us and please like share and subscribe if you like enjoy the content that we're dropping here at prime sports world i'm of course your host david i'm pointing up and right there's my co-host mr tj hopkins and tj what do we do here at the prime my friend
0: we bring the heat
1: yes sir and w- the terrible weather that was supposed to show up in fort wade like completely missed us so thank you for that
0: (laughs) i got hit this morning it went too bad
1: Uh, oh yeah we were supposed to get like tornadoes and stuff dude and like the the cell like broke apart like in the middle of indiana and it didn't make it to us Mm. like it's just a weird one of those weird things that happens sometimes in weather like the 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 condition just all of a sudden it just deteriorates and uh, i'm happy about it um but yeah i'm david hubbin that's cj hopkins we'll be back here tomorrow uh bringing you some nba action so don't miss that content. I'm Dave. You guys all have a good night. Take it easy, TJ.
0: See you, man.